Welcome to another episode of the Sim the Light podcast. My name is Matt Tyson here with Brother Mike Bolton, and we are members of the Cedar Terrace Church of Christ that meets here in Waterloo, Iowa. We're glad you've tuned in with us today. Our hope and our prayer with this podcast is to uh, work to bring relevant, important Bible topics to your attention and explore what the Bible says regarding those uh, topics. If you live here in the Waterloo or Cedar Falls or surrounding areas, we'd love to meet you. And uh, we'd love to have you visit with our assembly, our, our services. We meet here at 2543 Cedar Terrace Drive in Waterloo. We meet on Sundays at 1030 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We also have a bunch of resources that can be made available to you. We've got uh, Bible study courses by mail. We've got uh, tracks and articles and booklets and all kinds of stuff that we can send to you as you work to learn more about uh, God and his will for your life. We also love meeting with folks in person and studying the Bible with folks in person. Um, so if that's of interest to you, please let us know. We're glad to meet and uh, study over a cup of coffee. Where's our coffee? We forgot the coffee. Oh, you forgot our coffee. This is a first. 23 episodes in the Simulite podcast. That's a regular prop for us. Come on. No, first without <laughs> our coffee. So please, please reach out to us. We'd love to uh, get together with you. Our contact information will be on the screen. Feel free to call or text us, email us. You can find our website at www.cedarterracecoc.com. You can find our Facebook and YouTube channels with the handle at Cedar Terrace. COC and like I said, our phone number, email addresses on the screen or in the podcast notes. So today we want to start the year off um, talking about ultimately the most important thing. Uh, right. We want to talk about salvation. Now, salvation is not a once and and done. You know, it's not a one one topic, one passage in the Bible. It's a it's a process. Uh, it's composed of of multiple facets of what we read of in scripture. And so today we want to start by talking about kind of how it begins. That's right. Um, you can't, you know, you can't do something unless you've heard about it. From, and so that's what we're going to talk about today is the aspect of hearing the gospel and, and how that leads to obedience. So before we get into our study in our normal manner, you want to open us up with a word of prayer? Yes, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day that you've given to us. We thank you for all the blessings that you've bestowed upon us. We know that we are unworthy of each and every one of your blessings, and yet you're so kind and merciful to us. We thank you for your love and kindness. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to study the Word and uh, together to have this conversation together and to understand a portion of your Word. We pray, Father, that you will increase our understanding. We also pray, Father, that you will be with those who are oppressed, those who are suffering from uh, various issues and problems in their life. We know that you care. We pray, Lord, that you will help us as we care. Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, what do you think about hearing? It's one of the five senses. Right? Hearing, feeling, smelling, tasting. Taste. See. Seeing. There we go. I'll try. I'm sorry. than a fifth grader. <laughs> well, okay. It's the hearing is the ability to distinguish uh, sound and to pick up 
you know, to hear, to pick up things via the auditory uh, organs that God has given to us. Of course, the opposite of hearing is called deafness. So, you know, uh, interesting facet talking about hearing and, and how it, inter- you know, what it means in relation to our ears and those organs. Um, so I work as a paramedic, I work in the ER and I've been in that setting for a while now. And I've seen some pretty gruesome stuff, you know, in, in the ER, some pretty, pretty, pretty gnarly injuries and, and, uh, seen some pretty crazy things. But yet the one thing that, that the doctors, the physicians get a little bit more nervous about are injuries relating to the smaller things like the ears. Um, many of the doctors I've worked with, I mean, they don't, they don't want to, you know, go see the ENT doctor. Like this is not me. And, you know, they'll, they'll open somebody's body up to save their life. But then when it comes to the, the ears, the nose, the, the eyes, you know, that's go somewhere else. That's know? an interesting comparison. And, and it just, to me, it, it kind of go and And like I said, if it is life threatening, obviously the ER doctor can take care of you, but, um, you know, it just goes to show the importance the significance of what seems to be a small, minute thing. You ever had an ear infection where you're off balance? Uh, it ruins it's, your, you just messes everything up, doesn't it? Yeah. But you know, seriously, uh, students in school often don't understand the importance of hearing. Somebody said, and I don't know if the statistics have changed since the article that I got this information from was written, but somebody said that about 90% of all learning is done through the ears. That's pretty significant. And you and I are both married, happily married. We know by now that listening is an important ingredient in that relationship. And being heard is important too, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's important to pay attention and to be Somebody used the phrase recently, an active listener. I love it when my wife offers suggestions, and I love it when she comes home and, and dumps on me all the problems and stresses of her day, and I get to give her suggestions back. And whether or not they're implemented, it, it's irrelevant. It's, but it's that idea of being an active or an involved listener. Yeah, I know one thing that really changed uh, dynamic and me and Ashley's relationship and how we help and cope with one another was, uh, I honestly don't remember where I heard it from. It's certainly not a, a Matt Tyson original. I'm, I'm not that wise, but, uh, it was asking the question, are you looking for, uh, are you looking for comfort or solutions? So if Ashley's venting about something or she's frustrated about something is me just stopping and asking, are you looking for comfort or solutions? Because as guys, we're wanting to fix the problem, especially, you know, I'm, I'm really bad about that. Let's, let's figure out what the problem is and how to fix it. But sometimes people just want to be heard. Uh, you and I both listened to, uh, Nathan Batty and Jonathan Edwards, um, lessons here recently, the preacher study, uh, where he's talking about, uh, you know, abuse and, and things and, What's the, one of the biggest ways that you can help somebody that's been the victim of abuse? Just simply listening. Mm-hmm. And so that, that aspect of hearing is, is so important. I will pretend to have the solutions to 
marriage problems, financial problems, or other types of problems, but I can listen. And sometimes I know from experience that that's all that we need. As important as hearing is in social aspects, Jesus talked a lot about hearing. He put on a lot of stress on this function that God has given to us. And he differentiated between good hearing and poor hearing. I was just going to mention Matthew 13, verse 16, but your eyes are blessed because they see in your ears because they hear. That kind of goes along with uh, an incident that Luke records in Luke 11, verse 27 and 28. There Luke says, it happened that while Jesus was saying these things, I'm not, I don't remember exactly what he was saying in that passage. One of the women in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, blessed is the one that bore you and the breast of which you nursed her. But he said, on the contrary, blessed are those who hear the word and keep it. Mm-hmm. 13 times Jesus said, he that has ears, let him hear. In other words, he's encouraging people to pay attention. Paul talks about it in Romans chapter 10. Yes, he the does. The importance of hearing. And I think that's a, a key factor. And, and as we explore the idea of salvation, I believe is one that will come up. We have a unique issue, uh, a problem in the United States. And that is that, you know, everybody thinks that they're saved. And many people don't, they, they can't look at the way they were saved and find an example in, in the new covenant that matches. There, there's this false sense of security. And, and there have been times that you and I both have been uh, corrected in something where we were wrong. Uh, there have been practices and convictions that I've had in my life where I was wrong. And it's, and, and I believe that I corrected those views and it started with the willingness to hear, that's right. to listen to the person that was trying to, to correct me and, and show concern and compassion on my soul. Paul talks about it in Romans chapter 10. He says, how are they to call on one they have not believed in? And how are they to believe in one that they have not heard of? And how are they to hear? without someone preaching to them and how are they to preach unless they are sent <laughs> as it is written how timely is the arrival of those who proclaim the good news but not all have obeyed the good news for isaiah says lord who has believed our court consequently faith comes from what is heard and what is heard comes through the preached word of jesus christ oh how important it is to hear you're right i, I love the example that you used that in the U.S. especially, and, and I know it's the same in other parts of the world, but in the U.S. especially, it seems like everybody is a Christian. Mm-hmm. But they're a Christian because their pastor told them that they were, or their Sunday school teacher, or their synod that they, uh, where they go to church or something like that, and can't find their conversion in the scriptures. They can't find what the scriptures said in their life. There was recently somebody that I've been studying with, had a number of studies with this person, and we started talking about salvation. And I, I asked her that question, you know, can you show me, we were talking about conversions and, and salvation and when we were saved. And, and I asked her, I said, uh, is there an example in scripture 
of somebody being saved the way that you just told me you were saved. And there wasn't. And um, she no longer wanted to talk to me. And first of all, it goes back to don't, don't tell me you love me if you're not willing to tell me the truth. Uh, don't, don't, don't tell somebody that, you know, don't, don't, don't act like you have compassion on other people when you're willing to let them die in their sin, essentially. That's right. And, and I remember, uh, Tom Rainer, an author, uh, he wrote the, uh, a book I was reading and, and he said to become a winner of souls, you first have to become a mourner of souls. And, but it goes both ways. Hey, that's cool. It is quote. Oh, I think I might just do that, <laughs> but it goes both ways. We have to realize that when somebody's coming to us and sharing, you know, maybe there's something that we're doing, something we're teaching that they don't believe is scriptural. I have to be willing to hear them when it's coming from God's word, when they're coming to us and saying, you know, here's what the Bible says. We have to be willing to hear. And that's what one of the things Paul's uh, emphasizing is it's a two-way street. You know, there, there has to be the one to preach, but there also has to be the one to hear. That's right. There is zero chance of true conversion until a person is willing to humble themselves and listen to the word of God. You know, Jesus uses parables often to teach these great spiritual truths. And in Matthew chapter 13 and in other places of the other gospels as well, he, he gives what we have called the parable of the sower. Um, well, you can approach it from different ways and title it different things. But in Matthew chapter 13, beginning in verse 18, he says, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received the seed by the wayside. But he who received the word on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. But he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. What a difference in the hearing, in the hearing process. Does that go to the, I mean, I know we're talking about hearing in a positive light, but that whole idea of hearing versus listening, you know, I know we're saying the word hearing, right? there is that difference I mean, of it going this way or going this way. Think about it. You're in the store. Um, I know we, we're not as much a, a, a society that goes to the store like we were, you know, 20 years ago, but but you're in the store and you somebody's coming down the aisle towards you and you nod, you say hello, and you keep going. Well, you hear what they say in re response, but it doesn't, it doesn't remain. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It's just being a friendly passing greeted. And those, those are important, 
uh, to be polite and to be kind in society and things like that. But when we are considering especially eternal things, especially our soul, what we hear and how we hear, how we receive it is so important. Mm -hmm. I think about that one thing I've tried to do better with over the last couple of years is when I'm meeting somebody new, you know, many times when I'm meeting somebody new, I'll, you know, say, Hey, I'm Matt Tyson. What's your name? You know, or whatever. And I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next. And then I completely miss their name. They tell me I heard it. Then the sound went into my ears, right. but the process wasn't right. there that took place to soak that in. The science was all there in and happening, but correct. It didn't stick. So we're talking about hearing the importance of hearing and we're talking about active listening is really, you know, being, being willing to open up our ears when somebody's coming to us and preaching the gospel, especially what is it when, when Jesus says, you know, uh, he who has ears, let him hear. When Paul says, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, like, what is it that we're hearing? that we're trying to hear like how does this salvation experience start it starts by listening to the word of god and and i have in my notes before this when we've passed over that point already um that we listen sometimes we listen by by reading by uh, absorbing the information from what we read um but most of the time we absorb that information from what we hear so when we're hearing a gospel sermon, we should listen carefully to what the speaker is saying and compare it to the Word of God and take it in without sparing our own self, our own ego. Uh, is it embarrassing to have to make a confession and repent for wrong? Sometimes, yes. Is it embarrassing to... Uh, have to say, look, I've got this all wrong and I need to change. I'm, I'm making some changes. But that's part of the process, the purpose of hearing, that we make changes for the better to please God. And I think that to add to that, you know, when, when it comes down to salvation, first of all, there's no room for error. You know, this is, this is kind of a, we, we have, this opportunity while we're here on this earth to get this right. And Jesus died to give us this. So we need to get it right. And that's not going to happen unless we are willing to hear it that's right. and, and to consider what it is that it's teaching. My wife and I were studying with a young lady one time and we presented the gospel, the plan of salvation, as we're talking about here. And uh, at the end of our two, three minute talk, um, she closed her Bible and looked at us and said, I'm satisfied with my salvation. I began to ask her about at what point she believed. She didn't want to hear it. She wouldn't hear it. She wouldn't answer the questions. Um, to this day, I don't know if she's ever been baptized for the remission of her sins. She simply would not hear. Mm -hmm. I think that might be the stony ground that Jesus is talking yeah. about here. It's just would not receive the word of God. What does that look like 
for others that we may interact with. You know, we talk about the importance of hearing, you know, active listening, hearing the gospel. What kind of things might you hear from someone who's not willing to, or does not have the right attitude towards that first step towards salvation? Well, I think that young lady said something that's pretty common in most people's mind, even if they don't voice it. I am confident or satisfied with my salvation. I like where I am and I'm comfortable here, so I don't want to change. Um, sometimes I've heard people say, well, this is where grandma and grandpa went to church. This is where mom and dad took us to church. They were, they're okay. So I'm okay too. You know, they're measuring it by, uh, their ancestors, by their, mm-hmm. even sometimes by their peers, the, the masses are here and they think, well, surely all these people wouldn't get this law. I've even heard people say, well, this man has this high of an education, you know, PhDs or, or whatever after his name, and surely he would be able to, to know what is true and what is right. So I'm going to listen to him. Well, Jesus talks about that in Matthew chapter seven, when he says, watch out for false prophets <laughs> who will come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are voracious wolves. You will recognize them by your fruits, by their fruits. You know, and so there, so we do have to be careful what we hear. And well, I don't necessarily think it's uh, quite so much what we hear, but what we do with what we hear. And I think a part of that goes back to what, what I had said to that lady that we were studying with is, you know, I heard her salvation story. And what do we do with that? Well. Can we look in here and find something similar? No, we couldn't. Then we have a problem. Correct. So it's what you do with what you hear. We're going to hear incorrect false doctrine. We're going to hear false doctrine in this world that we live in. What do we do with that? Do we compare it to scriptures? I think that you're right. I think that's what Jesus was saying when he said, be careful with what you hear. You're going to hear all kinds of things in, in school. Kids are, are taught, um, about the Greek and Roman gods and goddesses and the mythical legends of those, of those old religions. You're going to hear these things and yeah, they're, they're fantastic stories, sometimes interesting stories, but do we believe them? Do we take them in? Do we meditate on them? Certainly not. Jesus says once more in Matthew 7, verse 24, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them. There you go. It's like a wise man who built his house on a rock. You know, there's two, two, two significant parts of that passage. He says, anyone who hears these words of mine, not the words of the ravenous wolves, but hear the words of mine and does them. It's that active process of hearing. That's, I'm glad we're back to that because I think that brings us to that strong point. We have to do something with what we hear. We don't just let it go in one ear and out the other. Um, my dad used to tell me all the time that that's what I did to everything he said. And I remember lots of the things he said, but I'm sure I've forgotten more than I can remember now. Um, but we need to be careful not to do that yeah. with what the Lord says. 
That reminds me of the joke where this guy was saying, yeah, my wife keeps complaining that I don't listen to her or something like that. <laughs> I thought you were saying, I've always thought it was a funny way to start the conversation. Yeah, we've heard that too, yeah. So we need to hear the words. We need to hear the gospel. Yes. God, you know, but we have to be willing to act upon that. And just like Jesus says, you know, everyone who hears these words of mine and then does them. And that's what we'll follow up some more with, with, you know, what does that mean regarding salvation? So when Paul says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, uh, there's other trans. Can you read that one again? There's other translations that render that a little bit more clearly. I understand that means that we need to listen to what the scriptures say and take it in and let that build our faith. The version I use says, consequently, faith comes from what is heard and what is heard comes from through the preached word of Jesus Christ. The preached word of Jesus Christ. Not my opinion, not Matt's opinion, not your pastor's opinion but the preached word of Jesus Christ. So I guess the question is, have you heard the preached word of Jesus Christ? Have you had a point where you've heard the gospel story, the gospel message? Um, we have some other episodes of this podcast, you know, where we talk about that and we're happy to, if you can't find them yourself, let us know. We're happy to direct you. And there's also other resources that we can send you, but that's important. It's important that we recognize that we've sinned. It's important that we recognize that we uh, live in a sinful world and that God has, cannot have fellowship with that sin. And as I've sinned and I am a sinner upon having sinned, I become a sinner. I cannot have got fellowship with God in that, um, in that place that I'm in, something has to take that sin away. And there is one thing, one thing under the new covenant that we live under today that can take away that sin. And it is vitally important that you are sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that your salvation experience, if you've had one, can match one of the experiences that we read of in the book of Acts. It's, that's of vital importance. Um, and it's more than just believing in Jesus Christ. James 2, 18 through 20 talks about the demons believe they're not saved. It's more than a, a so-called sinner's prayer that's not found in scripture. We have to find an example of somebody being saved in the manner of which we were saved. I can do that. Yes, I can as well. I, every example in the book of Acts of a conversion, and the reason I use the book of Acts is because that's where we see the church getting its footing and growing, and we see examples of people being saved, and it's examples where the apostles were preaching to them, and they were asking, what do I need to do to be saved? And the apostles would tell them, and then they would do it. That's the example that we need to follow. And there's there's more there, there's much more that can be talked about in regards to that. And like I said, we plan to do that over the coming months is to talk more about what salvation consists of and the purposes behind it. But it all starts with hearing 
the gospel and, and, and recognizing the need for that salvation. So the scriptures tell us that God is not a respecter of persons. That means that he is not going to expect something from you that he does not expect from me, nor is he going to give me something that he will not give you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It does not come through prayer. There's no mystical, uh, miraculous revelation that's going to uh, just suddenly gift you faith. It comes by the word of God, which tells us that this is the source that we must turn to to learn what to do to be saved. Our next episode will be about faith. Uh, our next episode together. Yes. <laughs> um, I will be beginning some where I am alone, uh, and I will be studying through Genesis chapter one, verse uh, chapters one through chapter eleven. This is it's called biblical protology, or the beginning of of scriptural history. And it starts there because that's where man sinned and sin entered the world and death came because of man's sin. Death, there is not just physical death, but it's also the separation like Matt just spoke of from God. And that's the result of our sin. There's only one way to restore that relationship. So Mike and I are going to alternate this year. We're going to try something a little bit new and do uh, alternate months where we just kind of do a solo act. And uh, some of the ones I'm going to start doing are kind of asking the questions of why. You know, many of us, um, a lot of our practices, religious practices, we don't stop to ask the why. And we just do it because that's what we've always done. It's where mom and daddy always went, what mom and daddy always taught us, you know. So just stop and ask the question why. And so hopefully between the stuff that we're talking about together and the stuff we're talking about individually, kind of come together to, to perhaps answer some questions you have about the scriptures or what, why you do what you do when it comes to religion. And stir up some interest. We would love to talk to you. Um, if you're not in the area, we'd be happy to talk to you online or via phone call, email, chats, and things like that all work. But if you're in the area, our preferred method of, of talking to people is in person. Um, we'd love to drink coffee and we have a few favorite coffee shops but anywhere is really just fine we want to talk to people we want to know you and for you to know us and to uh feel feel comfortable to ask questions and to challenge the things that we say and that we're teaching here on this podcast sounds good all right you all done i'm done i'm done i think this is a good wrap so, like Matt said at the beginning, we meet here at the Cedar Terrace Church of Christ at 2543 Cedar Terrace Drive here in Waterloo, Iowa. We meet on, at 1030 on Sunday mornings and at 7 o'clock on Wednesday evenings. You're welcome to either assembly. We would love to have you. Our phone numbers are on the screen. Our email addresses are on the screen. And uh, we've this is episode 24. So we've got uh, 24 episodes that we'll be happy to share if you have questions about something that we may have already talked about. And uh, if you have questions, it may give us ideas for future episodes as well. So 
Uh, we won't embarrass anybody, but we would love to have your feedback and, and your questions and concerns. We have tons of literature and study courses that we want to share. That's, that's why we've had it printed, and that's why we keep it around so that we can share it with people who uh, don't have access to these resources. God bless you. Yeah, God bless.